What's going on, my truthers? It's your girl, Jessica Love Simone, and you are listening to the one and only Face to Truth, where we here talk about our truth, live in our truth, and we just own our truth. You know, we, we, we are all about being authentically ourselves. Sometimes being authentic means you have to change some things in how you move it. But as long as you remain who you are and willing to accept the work that you got to put in to adjust who you are to get to where you need to be, I'm all for you, boo. But before I get there, you know, I always got to do, I always got to do it. I always got to do it. I always got to. I'm going to salute my queens. I'm saluting my kings, my queens that were meant to be born kings and my kings that was meant to be born queens. I salute you guys there again. I said it before. If you don't like it, don't listen. We do not discriminate here. Okay. We take everybody. We accept everybody, everybody, everybody. Okay. Got it. Got it. Good. Again, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about auto-correcting or auto-deleting. No, we're not talking about a school paper. We ain't talking about that. We are talking about getting to a space in our life where we got to accept changes. We got to accept what we used to do at 18. We can't do that at 28. And what we did at 28, we can't do that at 38. So you're going to change and you're going to evolve as time go on and as life passes you. But the key part of evolving, my opinion, is sometimes you got to change up some stuff and sometimes you got to delete some stuff. Yep, I said it. Sometimes you got to delete some stuff out your life. And sometimes that's including people. I don't discriminate. I do not discriminate. If I can stop doing certain things in my life that's involving, whether it's drinking, whether it's partying, that's including whether it's family, whether it's friends. If you are not doing me any justice by being in my circle, baby, I just need to remove you out my circle. Auto-delete. And when I auto-delete you, just know it's on factory reset. That means ain't no coming back. That's no coming back to that. Now, granted, we always want to forgive. But I can only forgive you so many times when you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, I'm going to run out of breath at that point. I, I'm just out of delete. Delete, delete, delete. Okay? What that little boy said on Facebook? Delete all that. Yeah, y'all finish the sentence. <laughs> but... I do have a special guest, my dear friend that I love so dearly, like y'all don't understand. Of course, Darissa G, she is from Darissa G Event Planning. A lot of times I might bring her in here and there because she's like one of my diaries. Like I literally just talk sometimes and she just listens. Sometimes I don't like what she's saying, so I hang up on her, but it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm still working on my stuff. <laughs> still working on that. I'm going to get there. I just didn't get there yet. So again, in this episode, we just want to talk about what we need to keep and what we need to delete. Because some things in our life, we have to delete. How we respond to things, how we react to things. Every action has a reaction and every reaction can possibly have a repercussion. But we don't know that because sometimes we don't sit with ourselves enough to say what we need to change and where we need to stay. We got it. We got it. As always, guys, please make sure you follow me on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, also TikTok. They're all the same thing. Face to truth. You cannot forget it. You cannot miss it. Face number sign to truth. 
We are authentically ourselves. I am on all platforms as far as any type of listening. Spotify, Our Heart Radio. We are on Apple Music. And a lot of times, guys, you are going to see duplicate episodes. The only reason that you see these duplicate episodes because on Spotify, you're going to get a vibe from me. I'm all about vibing. So you're going to get a nice little vibe from me that's going to include certain type of music with inserts. Now, there's other platforms where I can't have that music of those inserts, so I have to take it out. So... Don't tell me, hey, you got two episodes up there. Girl, I know. I know. And if you look at the times, it's different. It's different. I know it's two of them up there. But I got to post them and I got to make sure I keep it, you know, keep it moving. Keep it moving, okay? So, again, make sure you guys follow me on all platforms. If you listen to it, if they got a podcast, I can almost guarantee you I'm on it. Yes, baby, I'm on top of it, okay? You get used to seeing my face and hearing my voice, okay? You might not see my face all the time, but you will see that picture. But get used to seeing me because I'm literally on every single platform. Don't believe me? Say, Alexa, play face the truth. Yes, boo, I'm there too. Got it? Got it? Good. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your support. Again, make sure you follow, follow, follow. Make sure you subscribe. And I can't wait to hear your comments about this upcoming episode. Stay tuned. It's your girl, Jessica Love Simone. What's going on, guys? You already know it is your girl, Jessica Love Simone. And I am here today with my buddy, my pal, oh so dear, Darissa Gilder. Of course, she is here from Darissa G Event Planning. Before I kick off with anything else, I want to give a round of applause and a crowd auction my applause the crowd goes whoa how was your first event friend it was uh, awesome like extraordinary did you feel like a boss in the process of it man I feel like a big boss. Like, put big in front of it, please, child. That, please. That's right. You better <laughs> auto-correct your title. Big boss. Yes, like, yeah. So, tell us a little bit about what the event was and what it was that you were able to do and accomplish out of being the event planner. Cool. So, the event was a seminar called So, Strength of a Woman 2.0 bringing women together to inspire and empower each other to network. Um, me and Miss D worked together for a couple of months and just our chemistry was great. We put this together um, and it was a big success. Over 150 women was in the building from vendors to caterers to volunteers and some awesome, awesome panelists Um that I cannot even explain the experience that took place in that event that day. That's amazing. I felt bad because I was supposed to be there to support you, but unfortunately things switched and I had to work. So it's okay. It's okay, girl. You know, things it's came up. and mm-hmm. I couldn't even talk to you that night because you was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I've learned that, um, Never what heals as an event planner when you're working and you're on the move. Like, you know, put them to the side. No, <laughs> I'll that's some a no-go. <laughs> I knew that. That's a no-go. And I ain't been planning nobody event. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. 
My when do you feel was. like you got a full understanding of your purpose as an event planner from doing this one particular event? Like this, to me, I felt like after your switch up or your rebranding of Darissa G events to now Darissa G event planning, I felt like this particular seminar was like the birth of the brand of your company. It was like, I'm not going to lie. I was super nervous, especially when we first started. I was like, okay, I know all this part. I know how to plan it. I know what type of tips to give. Um, and I know what to do once I get in there. But here it is. I'm on my own. There's no one helping me. Normally, I'm with a organization or a family member or something like that. But it was, it's just me and my company um, working with this woman. And so it really burst something out of me because of the day of the lady who's supposed to be assisting me couldn't make it. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Now I just, I got to put this boss hat on for real now. Big and boss. Big boss. <laughs> <laughs> and like get everything going and flowing before my client gets in because she's dependent on me that when she walks in, everything is flowing. She don't have to jump in and do anything. So I'm like, okay, look, don't, my grandma always told me, and don't need this crowd was spilt milk. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to cry about this. I'm not, I'm just going to put my big girl panties on and we're going to go for it. And that's what we did. And it was awesome. You did an amazing job. I did Thank see you. the comments on Facebook about it. Thank as you. well as Miss D posted, and she gave you all of your props. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. down for another black woman supporting another black woman. Right, right. So, question since she asked me these, how do you feel about your new book, your new journal that you just published, like, what, not even a week ago? And it's amazing. I seen the cover, you know, we all took some pictures. So, I'm like, Look, my friends don't play. So how are you feeling? How are you feeling about your journal right now? It is, I don't know, like, you and everybody else is just like, Jess, I don't think you live in, in this moment of mm -hmm. the process that you just went through over these last couple of months. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's nothing. I felt like doing it. That's where my heart was at the time. So I did it. And it, it felt surreal almost because when I seen the package mind you guys <laughs> it wasn't my package it was my mama's package <laughs> you don't open this way when I said no that's because my mama always said if it come to her house it's her mail first and she would <laughs> open it to figure out if it's important or not okay, okay. <laughs> so I needed to open it to figure out if it was important or not but it was just it was an out of body experience to open the package number one because I knew what it was and then to see, to actually see it in color and it's, right. it's portioned just how I wanted it. It's the layout. It's the colors for me. It's the words behind it. It was just an outer body experience. I didn't cry, but it felt good because I've always felt like, I've always felt like a fuck up. Let's just right. let me just call it for what it is. Ain't no point in me sugarcoating it because we don't sugarcoat here. I always yeah. felt like fuck up. And I felt like this is finally something that I can show my kids my legacy. Yeah, right. I have issues. Yes, 
sometimes I fight with mental illness and I'm fine with saying that for a very long time. I didn't want to talk about that because I'm like, everybody gonna think I'm crazy because in our culture, we're taught when you deal with mental issues, oh, that's just a demon. That's just right. the devil. You right. need to go to church. You need to pray. You need to lay yourself on the altar. And then when you're done with all that, you need to make sure that you sow a seed. Right, that part. <laughs> but with this, it's like, I was able to put something, put my heart, put my feelings and everything that I went through in these last couple of months onto an actual piece of paper to tell the next woman, I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, Hispanic, African, Haitian, I don't have a preference of any of that. To me, it's just saying to you, you ain't by yourself. Right, I love it. I love it. Because life is hard. Right. It is not easy. It is sometimes you feel like, why even do it? Why even do it? And as one that wears on my chest, very, very loud and proud, I successfully beat suicide. Wow. And I can say that out loud because now Uh I look at my, I look at my life in a different way because at one point in my time, I was just looking at my life in black and white. There was no color. There was no color in it because I couldn't understand if I was blessed like this and I had a purpose like this and I got all my ancestors behind me and I got power from God and I got, oh, you got a testimony and oh, you got this. No, you, why am I hurting? Why, why have you allowed so many people to hurt me in my process? But see, that's the thing is, is the process you have to go through things to get to the other side and be thankful and grateful for what you went through and for you to see the growth once you get on the other side I don't know if that makes sense but you know like just coming from nothing and a lot of hurt to when you finally get someone who wants to treat you right when you finally accomplish your goals and your dreams when you fail so many times it's like whoa this is how it feels now. Yeah. And it feels good. Yeah. Not even gonna lie to you. Now, if you would have asked me this a couple of months ago, I would have been like, man, go somewhere. Ain't messy. It's a journal. <laughs> it's a big journal. <laughs> it, it is a big journal because I think the biggest part of what this journal is, and that's why I put it face the truth, writing through your journey. It is not meant for it to be a year-long process. This is meant for it to be a starter process where you are acknowledging what your issues are. You are acknowledging that, hey, sometimes I feel like I'm in a dark space and the only way out is me popping a pill, me blowing a J, me drinking too much, me doing whatever it is. Some of those things I've never done. I'm not a pill popper, never tried it, never want to try it. It's okay. Even when I had my kids, I didn't like taking oxycodones or oxycotton. Mm-mm. That right. ain't my route. <laughs> if that's your route, that's for you. But that's not my route. But I've tried many other things. And within trying that, what I realize is it goes back to that, that statement that me and you were just talking about, autocorrecting or auto-deleting. Right, And I'm not realizing that I'm using substances to try to auto-correct something that really don't need to be corrected. Right. 
Because it can't be. When somebody mm-hmm. hurts you, you can't just delete that out your life. You can't just change it and, and just be like, okay, I'm going to keep fixing it. I'm going to keep putting a Band-Aid on it. You can keep putting a Band-Aid on it, but that moisture is always going to be there. So it's always going to be a wound. Right. And it I've, sucks. <laughs> right. I've read two different statements before about healing a wound. One um, was that over time, time heals all wounds. And then one was that the wound doesn't heal over time. You just learn to embrace it and, and just accept it, you know, and it's, it stops the pain for a moment so you can keep on going with your life. You know what I'm saying? So I completely understand that. I don't I don't agree with those statements, but I've seen them around about from other podcasters, other people that has been getting on like social media influencers that likes to say that time heals all. That's not true. It's time not. will heal all. Mm-mm. Work work teaches you to deal with it. You're right. Because prime example, I just had this conversation with my dad last week. So me and my dad and my sister was on the phone. And my dad is a case all by himself, 100%. He is a case, I I think I can write novels on him, okay? Mm-hmm. But for him to say, and he finally admitted, mind you, I'm 34 years old. I never knew my dad struggled with mental illness. Mm. Had no idea until he said it last night. And I'm not going to lie, I applauded him actually admitting it but I also kind of had this anger inside for him because he admitted it because now I'm saying to myself and I actually said it to him why wouldn't you tell us this earlier and he was like oh well it was just something that I was dealing with quietly it's not something you're dealing with quietly because now this is a generational curse this is something that all of us, and that's the crazy part, all of his kids deal with the same thing. And we, right. we're, we're sitting here, we're beating ourselves up because we're like, dang, are we crazy? Like, why right. would we know how to deal with this not knowing that it came from him? Right. So and if he would have told us earlier, maybe we would have learned different routes on how to go and how not to go. Because prime example of our conversation auto-correcting or auto-deleting I play everything back in my head and I literally have to sit there like dang I didn't like how I responded to that dang right. I didn't like how I reacted to that why did I do that do I need to correct this action or do I need to delete this action like literally I be playing this whole back and forth mental tennis match in my head trying to figure out was I right was I wrong was I indifferent what did I do how could I have done it you know you preaching to the choir because that's me like all the time with any scenario like just like that it's a battle it's like okay so if I am this aggressive or like confident woman I'm I'm just going to say aggressive because sometimes um, growing up I've been told like you know you came on aggressive you was kind of heartless you didn't care or whatever and I'm like what you know as I look back as I was trying to change and form to fit people it's like then I start letting people kind of 
like not so much of run over me, but kind of I let a lot of things slide. So it's like I let people cross boundaries that I because I was like, okay, I don't want to be so aggressive. I don't want to do this. So now here I am, 32 years old. It's like I'm battling. So do I be this aggressive person when you come towards me with this type of stuff that you got or ignorance you got going on? Or do I just let this slide on by and be like, oh, okay, I'm not going to argue. I'm, not, I'm just going to let it slide. It's like it's a constant battle with me. Right. I now. think it's all it's 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 a constant battle with with everyone because you got to look at what type of person you are, and I'm very weird. I'm just gonna call it weird. You've known me now for a year, and mm-hmm. the things that I should react on, I don't react, and the things that I shouldn't react on, I react. Girl, and that's me too. I, I don't. Like, I don't. I'm trying to learn the difference. But it is amazing on how much I allow people to disrespect me that I don't owe nothing to. Right. But in my mind, I'm thinking, nah, I can't say this because, or I can't do this because. Now let it be somebody that I know, that I love, that I'm cool with, that I'm tight with, that's a sibling, a friend, anything in my circle, you try me, I'm about to let you have it. Girl. But it's confusing because I'm like, you let the world attack you, but you don't mm-hmm. let the people that support you tell you your truth. Oh my goodness. It, it, like every time I talk to you, it feel like we live in each other's shoes, like a past life or something like that, because it's basically the same on my end. It's like, why would you be so aggressive towards the people that care a lot about you or whatever, whatnot, and are there? And then the people that you should put in their place, you don't because know how to do Because I feel like it. the people that that that's around me, you should they already know, me. know better. Yeah, you know, you know that I don't mean harm. You know that I'm just that that person. Exactly. I say this statement all the time, and a lot of people don't know it because if you don't know me, you would never know that side of me. Because I don't deal with everybody. I really don't. I'm not friendly towards everyone. And when I don't know you like that, I'm very quiet and I'm self-preserved, I guess is a better way to say it. Right. Because I don't know you. I don't know how to really act in front of you or perform in front of you. Because that's really what it is. When we ain't cool like that and we ain't tight like that, and I don't see you after work, after church, after the grocery store, it's not, you're not really talking to me. This is a performance. You don't know me. You don't know anything about me. Whatsoever. But within that, I'm just like, do I break character right now and put you in your place? Or do I just let you have it? Right. And a lot of times I just gotta, I gotta let you have it. But then it goes back into that stage at the end of the night where your mind is supposed to be shutting down and you're supposed to be relaxing and everything kicks in and it's time to get rest. Guess what I'm out doing? Dang why I ain't tell her off. Right. Dang why I ain't tell her about herself. Dang, I should have I should have did A and I didn't do A, I did B. I should have right. did B and I didn't do B, I did C. So now I'm putting myself in these positions where I have no mental rest, I have no physical rest, I have no spiritual rest because I'm constantly replaying everything that took place in the day in the moment that I'm supposed to be resting. Right. So I'm learning to understand what needs to be Mm auto-corrected and what needs to be Mm auto-deleted. 
But the problem with that is what's the right way and what's the wrong way? I think as I sit here and think about it, it's more of an auto correction because who you are is you. You can't change who you are. But you can fix the way that you express yourself, the way that you say certain things in certain manners. So, and it, it should be across the board. But how do you know what to keep and what to let go? I don't know. I mean, I think it's it's for that person. For me, like I said, I was told, like, well, you know, you're aggressive and you don't care what you say or whatever, whatnot. So... I kind of step back when I'm thinking of when I'm in a professional mode, I step back and I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but it's going to be in a professional manner, Uh you know, and I've learned that even when talking to my kids now, of course, they're kids, so we're going to still yell and, and fuss, but even then, sometimes I take a step back and be like, okay, let me handle this in a more professional manner. Like, so I won't hurt your feelings, but I can still tell you how I feel and you won't cross those boundaries that I am protecting, that I have, that I've drawn a line across. So, and I understand that completely. It's very difficult to yeah. try to get there. So you guys heard it first. You heard what the conversation was. I mean, what's your input? Do you feel like there's some things in your life that you need to change that you need to take out of your life? I know I got some. I got a couple things I need to adjust, to be honest. A couple things. Like I said earlier, I think my biggest issue that I need to work on and I need to try to control a little bit more I don't want to say delete it because I don't want to be heartless you know I don't I don't want to be like so emotional it's like nothing bothers me whatsoever I'm human stuff is gonna bother me stuff is gonna irritate me but what I would rather adjust within that is how I respond to the irritation how I respond to the aggravation that'd be my biggest issue my biggest issue like if something gets me to that point, I like to let everything rub up, like just roll off my back. I don't like to take anything personal. I don't like to show my feelings. I, I just don't, especially when it comes to work or anything of that nature. My kids, my spouse, my siblings, my, my mom. I don't like to show my emotions all the time. And that is my biggest problem because when I don't show my emotions and I don't respond, it's like I keep holding on to it and it just builds and builds and builds. And it'd be the smallest thing that just catch me on the wrong day and I blow up. I mean, I blow up, okay? I blow a freaking gasket. And anybody that knows and knows me, you already know my mom always tell me that's my love side. She was like, you got that from your daddy. That's your daddy's side. That's your daddy's side. Yeah, she's good at that. She's good at that. Because my daddy is uh, a little bit of a firecracker. He's a, he's a Leo. <laughs> he is a Leo. But 
with that side when she says that she's not saying it to attack me she's saying it because my dad he is a non-bser to a certain degree and he doesn't know how to always control his temperament so yeah i got it from him honest but i don't blow up at every little thing i i sometimes let these issues build and a lot of times when they build they start playing on my mental and when they play on my mental i lose it and i lose control and then once I lose control, I tell you no lie. I can go after that. I can go 24 to 37 hours. I've done it before with no sleep. And the reason that I'm going without the sleep is every time I close my eyes, only thing I envision is how I responded to that situation. And it bothers me so bad because I'm like, God, I ain't mean to do that. Oh, why did I do that? Like, I'm telling you, especially when it comes to my kids, when I blow up on my kids, I'm not going to lie to you. They deserve it. They deserve it. Because I got, listen, I got boys. They hard. They And I don't got no, no, I got real boys. Rough. Rough boys, okay? So when I blow up on them and I see their face, it breaks me. And I'm now getting to the point as they're getting older and I realize I have to check them on certain situations. I, I have less emotions behind checking them. But when I hold it in and they're doing something and it's building and building and building and I just let go and I see their face, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I break. I don't cry in front of them. I might go in the closet or in the bathroom or something where I might lock my room door because I don't want them to see me breaking down like that. But I hate it. I hate it. I honestly hate to blow up on people, especially my children, because I'm like, God, I know you just did something wrong, but this, all of that ain't had nothing to do with you. Now, maybe 20% of that was you, but the rest was just life. It was life situations that I didn't want to adjust. or I didn't want to deal with. So I held it in. So if I got to say anything that I need to delete out of my life is storage because I store everything. I store it into this little box inside and when the box cover don't fit no more, that's when it blows. And I mean, it erupts like a volcano. It erupts. And I hate it. I want to be better. I want to be more understanding. I want to be more accepting to the things that I cannot change and accepting to the things that I can. And in order for me to be more accepting of that, I need to start using my voice. I need to correct my mentality of saying everything is not meant to be responded to. No, everything is not meant to be responded to. But when you hit that button, when you hit that button, I say go. That means I need to respond to you right then and there. Let me check you now, because if I check you later, it's going to be 10 times worse. So let me get this in order right this moment. So you understand not to do this again. You understand that I, I am not the one to play with. Okay, I'm not it. I'm not it. You know how they say one, two, three, it? You better skip your ass over me because I ain't it. You coming up this way. You better know what you're getting because you don't know my mental and you don't know where I'm at at that moment. And that goes for a lot of other people. When you get ready to respond to certain people in life and you feel like, oh, I just want to pop off on her real quick or tell him about himself, check yourself because you don't know what that that person's internal storage look like. You don't know if they're just holding everything in and everything in and your word can be the last word to push them overboard. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. 
<laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. We just need to be more understanding of people. And I say it all the time because, again, I work in hospitality. And as much as I love my job, I hate my job. Not saying that I hate the place that I work for. I just hate this feel right now. Because after the pandemic, oh, y'all are ridiculous. Y'all are rude. Y'all are disrespectful. Y'all talk to us any kind of way. So the next time you come up and you check it into a hotel, you dealing with a server, you dealing with a bartender, check yourself, okay? And if you can't get your attitude in line, stay your ass at home. Because I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Don't come here and dump your garbage on me. But again, I got to auto-correct that because that's what I really be wanting to say to them, but I can't say it to them. I'm just saying, guys, y'all don't understand. Now, that's for a whole nother episode, and I'm telling you, that's going to be a long one. That's going to be a long one because you can talk to anybody in the hospitality industry right now, and they can tell you the same thing. I hate people right this moment because y'all don't know how to act after this pandemic. It's like it, it, it created so many entitled individuals that it makes no damn sense it don't make no sense i was on lockdown with you baby i work in hospitality okay my money was cut just like yours i was on lockdown with my kids just like you i was scared for my life just like you so what makes you think that you better than me that you can come and dump all your trash on me because i'm saying thank you for coming or thank you for calling or come back again and you want me to be honest with you i don't give a damn if you come back i don't care if you come back and if you got that type of attitude your ass shouldn't come back but i'm working on that Autocorrecting, autocorrecting, because I have to do that a lot. And a lot of times my autocorrection only comes when I'm clocked in. But I'm working on that and I'm trying to not let people's pissed off attitudes affect me and affect my response and my reactions to your foolishness because that's you and that's what you got going on maybe you need to listen to some more of my podcast especially the other one that I did about checking yourself please check yourself before I got to because believe me believe me baby my resume is stacked stacked okay stacked so if I need to let you know about yourself and get my stuff and walk out of here, I have a job in a week. I have a job in a week. But I ain't my end goal. My end goal is for y'all to actually follow the way y'all need to follow so I can just do this full time. <laughs> please, please hit subscribe. Hit follow. It, it's like two seconds. Subscribe, follow. Subscribe, follow. That's it. But that's for another day. That's for another day. But as always, guys, again, serious topic if it's something that's bothering you and is keeping you up at night change it either change it or delete it if it ain't doing you no good and ain't getting you where you need to be take that out of your life take it out and don't delete it just for six months and then pick it back up on the seventh what you doing to work for what you putting all this in for whatever it is if it's your body, if it's your mentality, if it's your work life, your home life, your intimacy life, whatever it is, don't drop it, change it, and then go back. That's stupid. That's a waste of your time, and that's a waste of your God-given talent. You are worth more. You are more. 
You are a goddamn gone queen. I keep telling y'all that. Queen, king, king, queen, whichever one you want to be, ain't no preference over here. Walk into your royalty, okay? Be high, because that's who you are. That's who you are. It is something about seeing a woman or a man walking in and having so much confidence about themselves. That shit is sexy. Yes, I love to know what I'm talking about because I'm going to walk in with my head held high, period. Period. So, as always, guys, you know, if you got a comment on it, if you got a statement on it, make sure you drop it. You can follow me on all platforms. My number is always posted. If you need somebody to talk to, my line is always available. My DMs are always available. I'm here. I'm here for you. Like, let's get this together together. That's the purpose of Face to Truth, where we own our truth, we sit in our truth, and we just own our crap. I want to say the other word, but I'm trying to stop cussing so much, even though it just comes out so fluently. Like, I just can't help that. But that's what we're trying to do, guys. We're just trying to be better us. Autocorrect or autodelete. It's your option, but we just want to be better all the way around. And I want to get you to that point where you need to be better, where you can be better. You are better. You are better. You're amazing. You are a freaking boss. It's just some things... With getting into that boss mentality, you need to let that go, boo-boo. You need to let that go. As my homie say on Facebook, delete all that shit. Delete all that shit. <laughs> that is my favorite little quote that I always see on Facebook. I swear to God, that, that just does something for me. But again, as usual, guys, I appreciate your support. I appreciate you coming to talk and sit with me for a little bit. Make sure that you guys are listening on all platforms. It's two different options. You can listen to me on multiple platforms. iHeartRadio, you got Amazon, you got Anchor, you got pretty much, if they have it, Alexa, play Face the Truth, I'm there. But if you want a vibe, you're going to work, you need a little smooth, you know, smooth groove to it, make sure you listen to me on Spotify. It's a different type of vibe over there too. So again, thank you guys. I appreciate your support and I'm signing out for this episode on Face to Truth.